Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Let me just say what just <laughs> happened. I said, I've I really missed this couple. He's like, blah, blah, record it immediately. Catch the magic. <laughs> then he said, we have to intro the show. We have to intro the show, you bitch. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Do-do-do-do. Exciting and new. Go online. Hmm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, poodle? To love. It's 90 day gate. Let's Fine particulars. This is no day gaze. This is part two of part the d- other way, the outro way. Part <laughs> do el outro way. Hey Siri, Ocho? how do you say the other way in Spanish? <laughs> it's going to play this thing by Chanticleer. The, your Siri is gay. We're not doing we're not doing Chanticleer and Dawn Upshaw. That just put us in a whole other level. I'm not It won't turn off. <laughs> I love Dawn Upshaw. Oh God, I love Dawn Upshaw. Don't pull over. <laughs> this show's already off the rails. <laughs> don't pull over. Like Las Otros way. Y'all Otros. If y'all Others. don't know if you know who Don Upshaw is. You might you're, be a homosexual. You're a homosexual. Or a soprano. If you know who Chanticleer is, you're definitely a homosexual. <laughs> if you've got Chanticleer Christmas and listen to it every year, you gay. You gay. You gay. You gay, you gay, you gay, you gay. girl. Mm-hmm. They're an acapella group, and Dawn Upshaw is All a men. wonderful soprano. I love her. I do too. Such a clear voice. And also, she just hasn't, she's one of the few sopranos that didn't have a career in opera. 
she really has made her career on art song and recordings, and it's been fantastic. She's done opera, obviously, but she didn't start there. Where she I'm, just I'm seems gonna like stop a nice person. Before my Don penis, Upshaw, if you're listening, come at us, Don Upshaw. Don Upshaw. You're not. If you were listening, I would lose my mind. Oh, that's who I would like. If Don Upshaw was on Cameo, you should get me a Don Upshaw yeah, Cameo. Or I, she's not. <laughs> Or if Renee Fleming was on, I don't think she is. Either. I don't think Renee Fleming is. She would be. She would be too busy, like you said, when I was going to get you a Linda Carter cameo. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. She would, oh no, no, no. Brayden, I wish you. Uh, this is Linda Carter. I wish you very much happiness on your third engagement this year. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you and Luis will be very happy. Yeah. God, I'm so sick of doing these gays cameos. You know, I'm. I gotta raise my price. I'm so gay that I just <laughs> bo- I gotta raise my price. Um, I'm so. But Don Upshaw would be opera queen, so it'd be like Frederico and Tomas. <laughs> congratulations on buying your third home to redecorate. Y'all don't pull, don't over, pull over again. I don't know what Y'all, is happening. The tonight. city's on fire tonight at Los Angeles. I don't know Go. what's going on. No, that's like three, four of them. <sighs> oh, five of them. It's a Sunday night. Anyway, <clears throat> that distracted me. Oh, I was going to say so. Fre- Frederico and something. I'm flying to Houston tomorrow or Tuesday because yes. my father's at MD Anderson. Come at me, Houston sissies. Let me know what. I want some really good Indian food. Come at me. Um, I'm going to order from. But um, so he, he's going to be getting out of MD Anderson soon. Wonderful hospital, by the way. But so another one, y'all. Don't, Don't pull, pull over. over. God. So I the air we booked an Airbnb for like a month because we're gonna be in Houston. Mm-hmm. And so it said they emailed and they said from Louise and like Tom. Yeah. And I went, y'all, another one. Don't pull over. And so I was, and I've closed the windows. And I was like, oh, I'm so happy. I'm like you never know where you're going in Texas. And I said, um, even though Houston's a pretty progressive city, so I emailed. And I said, oh, I said. I told my boyfriend, I was like, oh, it's so nice to like stay at a house with two queens. And the guy said, actually, Louise is my father. I'm his son. <laughs> <laughs> Way to completely alienate people. I know. And he's like, but you know what? I understand what you mean, and we're fine with it. <laughs> so he followed up well, but I still was like, this will help me good on their good side. Wow. I think you've been in California too long. <laughs> It'd be like when you used to work at the bookstore and you came home one day and you said, I got to get out of West Hollywood. I saw a man and woman holding hands and I went, oh, that's weird. Where, no, I've been in Pride Weekend the whole time. And I'd only seen, it's like what, it's like gay, uh, gay, heteros- gay sexuality was, was, was like the normal straight sexuality. And when I saw a man and a woman like holding hands, I was like, what's that? <laughs> like I had a problem. Freaks! I know. I don't want to see it. Against God's will. Yeah. I don't, I just, I, it, it kind of scrambled my brain. I didn't know what to think. When you've been dealing with like butt plagues and poppers for, for three days. I bet days. the shit you see on Pride Weekend in a gay <laughs> bookstore. I, I worked there two times and then I said never again. Never what? again. Because would you just have twinks and backpacks trying to pick up old guys? Um, it's worse than that, unfortunately. It's like the worst drunk people stumbling in, like just looking at porn. The all the book displays are all fucked up. You have to do things. You're you're basically babysitting for the whole shift. And everyone's so messy and everyone's from 
out of the area, you do make a lot of money, but it's only on the things like porn and poppers. Yeah. Lots like, and lots of poppers. But it's just like it's it's awful. Give me like the old fastidious gays who I could sell my recommendations to. <laughs> Chauncey. <laughs> Chauncey, it's so good to see you. It's so good to see you. And your dog Lilith. That's true. Does uh, she want a treat? Thank you, Jackie. I just received my Renee Fleming cameo. <laughs> it was quite wonderful. <laughs> Renee Fleming. Chauncey. She was in marvelous <laughs> voice. Splendid, really. <laughs> Where are we? What's happening? This is part two of the other way uh, because we basically bullshitted so much. It's true. Of episode sixteen of season three, truth of is the consequence. The consequences something? of truth. Oh yeah, the consequences of truth, or the, what's that policy of truth? Depeche Mode. Con- um, oh, in boy. the policy of truth, Dave Gahan. <laughs> Dave Gahan could have me now. From Depeche Mode. I don't know. What he, I don't remember what he looks oh, like. He's gorgeous. Wow. Huge fan. I went to the Depeche Mode concert at the Hollywood Bowl. It was me, a uh, lot of queens, and a lot of girls who were really good friends with queens. <laughs> oh. So basically our listeners. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That was Depeche Mode. Because I bet Bowl. you like 3,000 sissies just drove yeah. off the window. And went, and- and Dave Gahan had a had a tank top on, and it was so hot. Is His he arms, gay or is he straight? No, he's supposedly straight. Sissies, if any of you've slept with him, let us know. They let might Poodle have. Know. I think he's kind of questioning, though. Never know. Who knows with 80s Depeche new wave. Depeche Mode has a big gay audience. Huge. Huge. <sighs> Speaking of huge, let's talk about Tim. Let's talk about Cheese Stick, Tim. y'all. And I said this before. We've said this before. Cheese Stick is unfortunately hung. <laughs> He is to a point, <laughs> and to a point that it's unreasonable, <laughs> but it's almost it's it's inspiring. almost intrusive. It is, yeah. So, uh, also, I have to make a confession: cheese sticks and I have the same Nike tennis shoes. <laughs> Because you're basic and so is he. That's true. You really are. You're really fucking basic. Well, if I don't tell you that enough, I'm sorry. I'm proud of who I am. <laughs> proud of who I am. It's kind of embarrassing to me sometimes. Oh God. Um. Anyway, so we y'all. This is the first time we've seen Cheese Stick and Maylissa. Yeah, it is. Uh, in a long time. My Lisa. My Lisa. Uh, and Melissa says, our relationship is getting better and better. Strangely, you can't crack a smile. <laughs> yeah, same Boy, you're not talking about. talk about a stank face. Jesus. Who smiles more? Melissa? Florian. You know, those are quite... Doo, doo, doo. No, they're pretty comparable. Pretty comparable. I think it's May Lisa's face. I think we've seen Florian smile on the wedding day, right? Kind of a weird smile. She's got a rough resting bitch face. It's pretty rough. It's It's her eyes. Her eyes are very bedroom eyes, and her mouth is kind of heavy set. Mm. And it's not. And you know when someone's when someone's eyes are naturally smiley. Well, that yes, yeah. 
And her makeup, right, the makeup she does. The thick eyeliner that she does on her eyes, it's not good. Like, yeah. she needs to do a thinner eyeliner, it's a sevi- I think. She looks severe. Yeah. Um, even though I think she's pretty. Uh, it makes her look. She is pretty. Uh, so last night, you guys, they wake up together, because last night, Cheesestick gave her his push pop. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, I was just outside. <laughs> And I saw that collie that I love so much with that. I love that collie mane. And then next thing I know, she started rubbing up on me. And then and then that popsicle came out. And then, we, you know, we got stuck together for about five minutes. But after that. Because it swelled. But after that, we had a lot of fun. So. And she's like, it was really good as usual. Uh, and I wrote down, I've decided that she's awful. And I was kind of half and on half fence, with him. But on this episode, she just seems like a a miserable. She's miserable person. She's miserable and really does not want to be happy. Let me give you my take, and I figured this out by the end. Um, because she, she said this later on, she has not fully emotionally processed anything that happened to she her. She is not anything. You mean like not even Tim, but you think life. Uh. Tim and kind of where she is. I think she okay. was probably sheltered as a child. Maybe, yeah. Um, and this was their first big relationship. She has not, I feel like she's also very, very arrogant. I wonder where she gets that from. <laughs> um, and the idea that someone could cheat on her is is something she hasn't processed yet. I think there's sense arrogance though, yeah. to it as well of like, how could you cheat on me? Exactly. Of like, and, I'm uncheatable. And I think, y'all, the betrayal is something she hasn't processed and she can't get past. And she keeps talking about forgiveness. But to me, the worst thing is the betrayal. The fact that he chose someone in her world over her. Yes. And again. It's a power issue. Yes. And I'll yeah. say this again. No, it is not both people's fault that someone cheats, but right. both people have a role to play. It's a it's and a communication that, but issue. That makes sense. That yeah. I could see that Tim cheated on her on Melissa because probably he felt like he wasn't getting all parts of yeah. Melissa, and she part of her was like um, not close with him or yeah. not even revealing. Yeah, it's interesting how she wants to know all, everything about him. You can't trust her. Where you feel like she has secrets the whole time. I, I, y'all don't get me wrong. Cheese stick is a fucking idiot. <laughs> we he was, is. Although he can speak Spanish. <laughs> although he can speak fluently. <laughs> and he was, and he was giving me like two eyes going two different directions here. Yeah. Uh, total bug man from Men in Black several yeah. times. And after, and after, you know. Melissa says it was awkward at first, but then it got good. And then it cuts to Tim, and he's like, I'm walking on sunshine. I'm walking on sunshine. I fucked Melissa up. He said, it was nice to get lucky last night. Nice to get lucky. But anyway, I want to talk about the fact that with her, I It's good to feel good. I think she's totally brought him down there to punish him. I've said that before. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and I think. 100%. I think I said that like seven episodes ago. Cause well, I'm just realizing it. No, but yeah, she <laughs> just brought him down to punish him. Yeah. 
Totally. And I don't feel that. And I think the only reason she would ever get back with him, you guys, is if he said, I throw myself on your mercy. It was my fault. I did everything. I don't care if you fucked someone else. I just want you to be my queen for the rest of my life. Maybe. Only with that. Maybe. Would she be okay with? Because it was the betrayal. It was the cheating that put her, it, it, it kind of like tweaked her brain. But she seems like someone who doesn't, she couldn't even do that because I feel like, I feel like she doesn't want. No, she doesn't want to get back together. No, she doesn't want to be happy. No, it's all about making him miserable. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, the idea that she says that she wants to get back and she's like, I don't want to give up on this relationship. You don't want to give up on this relationship because you don't want to fail. I don't, or I think she maybe doesn't want to be not admired. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Y'all, she's terrible. Well, she gets her bitterness from her mother. Ooh. Y'all, Ooh. a 10 minute conversation with Mama uh, Melissa, Mama. and I bet uh, Mama and Papa Melissa have a rocky relationship. Yeah, I kind of agree. I can guarantee you that one. Uh, so, the, you guys, they go to the park with their dogs. That's got to be awkward being a uh, cheese stick having to deal with two other Walk, dogs. I'm walking a dog. That is meta. <laughs> meta. So, uh, and then she's like, this is the thing, she's super insidious. Uh, like using all kinds of psychological things with him. She's like, how are you feeling about our progress? How are you? Um, how? And she's like, I feel like it's my time now to come clean no, no. with him. But even before that, though, she says to him, like she says, um, d- she said to him first, did you see other people when we were having right. problems? She, she, that's the gambit she leads with you guys. So instead of her talking about her, she, she's trying to get him to admit it so she can have some collateral. Collateral. And he's like, well, I was flirting people at work. It's and kind she's of like, genius. You know that's a trigger because you cheated on somebody at work. You know that's a trigger. You're flirting with people at work. So y'all, she's trying to get him she's to leave in a like, huff. Well, I, I didn't really cheat. I just licked their face because I wanted to say hi. I just want to love me. And then they scratched the top of my butt and I kicked my leg a couple of times. And then my push pop came out. But then I ran away. I promise. I promise. Um, I, can't, I, write, I, I wrote down and he says, uh, he's like, well, I've, I've been flirting a little bit lurk, but you know, I, and then she takes that and turns it around. She's like, you know, that's a trigger for me. And I went, he's so fucking clueless. Oh, he doesn't know what he's up. No, against. he does not. He does not. Um, he thinks he's like got a sweet little Colombian girl. Colombian. And he does not. You know, she's fucking Machiavellian. Maybe man. that's a Colombian thing because one of my best friends is Colombian. And if you cheated on him. You would die probably five <laughs> years later, and not he would wait that long to not kill know, you. Yeah, I just feel like, and he says my people are a jealous people. She, she well, we I don't can know if tell that's that. true. I mean, that's his generalization, not mine. Um, so she defends her uh, her dalliance with someone else. So she's like, I was single. Well, and it was we Ross and Rachel. We're on a break. We don't know what happened. We're not going to say who. And but she's like, I did see other people. And they were introduced by one of her and friends. Cheese Stick does not think they're on a break. Yeah. Cheese Stick, y'all, Cheese Stick turns into his animal personality. He starts losing it. Like, and she, when she knows he's going to. When she, she knows, knows he's, he's going, going to. to. Because basically, uh, he said, I flirted. He said, but I haven't gone on a date or anyone, and I'm not talking to anyone. And then Tim finally said, so you haven't seen anyone this entire time. 
I didn't say that. I didn't that. say that. Uh, shade rattle. <laughs> she said, I was single. And yeah, then one of her friends introduced. She said it was casual. And he's like, well, so have you been having sex? And she said, well, that's none of your business. I'm not going to answer that. Well, I'd like to know. And y'all. The answer, you guys, if you're wondering, is yes when someone won't answer. And honestly, he does have a right to know because of, I think, several reasons. First yeah. of all, on a moral ground, she's trying to get at this to be, she supposedly wants to build trust and wants and to be come honest. clean. So everybody yes. should be honest. And then on a self care level, he needs to know. If he had sex with her, now, right. he needs to know he when's needs the last know, time she had sex, yeah, whether if she was using production, when's the last time she was tested. Right. They I should have that kind of conversation. Health, it's a sexual health yes. question, yeah. Um, so she won't answer, and he's like, none of this jobs. I don't and know she's what like, job. I'm not seeing him anymore. Why Why do you care? Why do you care? Uh, like, casual, we stopped seeing each other. It was just a month ago, y'all. It was a month yeah. ago. That's not a long time. And he even said, you know, uh, I need, I, I feel like I need to know. And she's like, I don't care. I don't she's care. She's cold, y'all. Woo. Uh, and he's like, did you have sex? And he's like, yeah. And, she's and finally like, she's like, yes. And he's like, multiple times. Yes. Yes. Did you do butt stuff? Yes. Uh, did he do like I do and swing you from the ceiling fan? You know, those. that's for us. It's more like a patio. Uh, did you do role play? <laughs> so it just gets worse and worse, it y'all. Gets worse and worse. She stick can't, ha- and because she stick is so fucking provincial. Like the <sighs> idea of him thinking that about is a his, great word for he's him. He's fucking provincial. He's from the provinces. He's so he's so upset. In such a weird, fake, masculine way of his girl fucking some other guy. And she knows this is going to drive him fucking up the wall. And that's why she does it. And so he's kind of crying. And then she's saying. Oh, he cries like a little boy. He, and she's he's like, like, oh. He's well, like, <laughs> a lot of men cry like that. Like straight guys, they look down because they feel shame for crying. What are you saying? I, I cry full face, so that means I'm not... Yeah, yeah. you cry like fucking... Um, Meryl Streep? <laughs> no, um, I was thinking more of like um, an actress more on your caliber, like... Meredith uh, Baxter Burney? <laughs> um, no, like um, uh, that one friend in Clueless without any na- who uh, didn't have the name. Oh. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Um, but anyway, they're... She's like, we weren't together when this happened, and I wanted to have a trust and have a clean start, and that's why I told her this. Oh, I'm such a big, brave person for telling him this. Yeah, it's pretty awful. Uh, and he says, uh, this changes things. Um, Sex. Sex changes everything <laughs> when you fuck someone. Who's not your boyfriend? <laughs> Boy, that's a deep cut. <laughs> love changes everything from aspects of love. Wow. Love will never, never, ever be the same. 
It's actually and that ha- is actually, actually higher than that, but that's okay. Th- that's actually apropos to them. Yeah, love will never be the same. Do to we them. need to do it in the right key so you feel better? No. Okay. Love will never, never let you be the same. <laughs> that's better. Anyway, um, and it's not because she says, "Does this change things?" And Tim says, "Well, you're darn tootin' it changes things. <laughs> well, you're darn tootin'." This is like that time that you switched me to that that blue food and took away that my Purina. <laughs> I'm pissed. Purina. I'm pissed, and I want my Purina because it's good. <laughs> they have that beef liver flavor. It makes me itch and lick my paws, but I don't care. Purina. <laughs> I hate this blue food. <laughs> so. And then she tries to th- turn it around him again. You know what? I will say, bitch is good. She says, she is. so I'm punished for being honest with you? You're punishing wow. me? Wow. It's genius. Uh, and Tim said, I wish she would have told me before I decided to move here. That would have been that nice. That would have been fair. I'm telling you, y'all, this was all in the, this is making him miserable. It is. She is, she's a poison. It's making him so miserable that y'all he's got to call his yeah. therapist. <laughs> and y'all, you know we were we were totally team we were totally team Melissa when this started, but the more we found out, we more about how we've seen her interact with him, boy. And it, y'all, she stick is an idiot. Don't get us wrong. <laughs> no, but it's um, it's kind of what you're, it's being cruel to animals at this point. It's animal cruelty. It yes, is. it is. Someone call PETA. So let's talk about the SPCA. Let's talk about, we, we, y'all remember our favorite gay repertory therapist, Beth Ann. Beth Ann. <laughs> y'all, if y'all, because we did some work. Bitch is nuts. Bitch is nuts. She does like reparative therapy <laughs> to make gay people straight. Don't give her your money. Yeah, don't talk to Beth Ann. She's a bitch. Uh, but... Tim is sitting on that couch petting Pepe and realizing, which is ironic ironic because he's a dog and a cat's his best friend. And the cat's like, exactly. (laughs) Just stop it. The fact that anyone took a cat on an airline, I'm still amazed that that cat hasn't scratched his eye out. That, and I'm amazed Tim works in IT and has a MacBook computer that old. (laughs) You're right. It was old. That is like a really old MacBook computer. Yeah. Even that, with the like, old charger. It was like a six years ago. It was like the one MacBook that you computer. had where the screen just comes off. <laughs> Y'all, because Poodle destroys the technology. I will use more things than... until they fall apart. But you're also really hard on things. You throw your computer and stuff all the time. So? <sighs> they should be able to and stand up against it. And then it gets upset when things don't last. I, I went off on Apple phones and I had someone say, you know, my Apple phones lasted for blah, blah, blah. Well, fucking good for you. Mine dies every two years. Because you throw it probably everywhere. Next question. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so anyway, y'all, Tim calls. Um, he It's calling his therapist. And I feel like, uh, what's her? Beth Ann. Beth Ann. I think this is another time for another installment of 90 Days Theater. Almost. So close. Okay. <laughs> oh, you're gonna give me the 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 real realistic 
Here we go. <laughs> oh, it's my phone. Oh. Hello. Oh, hello. Be- Beth Ann. Oh, hi, Tim. I'm calling all the way from Columbia. Oh, wow. Columbia. Well, here I am in Flower Mound, Texas. Who knew? Yeah. Who knew I could get a hold of you? Your hair looks good. Thank you. I just I, I, I just washed and set it for the week. Tim, how can I... What's on your heart? I see you've got heart? a sticker on the back that says, yeah. Amy Cona Barrett. <laughs> Lover. 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 She adopted those kids. So sweet. Anyway, I didn't describe them poorly at all. <laughs> I'm worried about May. I'm worried about May Lisa. Oh yeah, and I and I, I don't think she's really done. Hold on. You itch that itch. Are you? Are you? Tim? Are you taking? There we go. Are you taking? Sure we go. Are you taking that Apoquil like I prescribed to you? Is that the flea medicine? Medicine? Y- y- yes, it's the itching. Yeah, I've forgotten. Okay, that's fine. I guess it's Tim, fine. Be- how are Beth things? Ann, how Beth are things Ann, going? I want to talk about how are things going. How are things going? Not too good. Why not? I prayed for you. That should have fixed it. <laughs> I get, I've been praying this whole <laughs> the time. The problem, Beth Ann, is she fucked some other dog. She what? fucked another dog. She th- A dog has hunched her. How could this happen? I mean, I even. I even talked to my minister about this after our Wednesday night dedication. Well, I hope that you talk to your husband before you talk to your minister, because you know only a man can allow you to do that. <laughs> well, I haven't talked to my husband in several years. Tim, that's Oh, only, sorry. That's fine. Boy, you look like you've slimmed up since you've been in Columbia. A little look, bit. I've been starving myself, because she don't give me, she, she, she gives me this blue food now. Oh, your eyes look so. I want my Purina. Oh, that's, your eyes look so blue, too. Well, one does go up and one does go down. I'm doing my best. <laughs> well, t- tell me, it, 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 do you think it's going to work? Do you think it's going to work? Not a chance in hell, Bethann. Are you sure? Oh, I'm so sorry, Tim. My boob just popped out of my shirt. Oh. Do you see my titty? I do, Do you I do, see Beth my booby? What do you think about that, Tim? I want to suck it. I want to eat it. Mama. Boy, those begging strips work. And see, that was an interesting type of therapy. <laughs> I don't remember that being on camera, but we I went with it. <laughs> Y'all, For those people who think our show is scripted, <laughs> I just want to remind you. I, I'm still amazed that people think that we script this shit. There's no way neither of us would script that. So bad. <laughs> Y'all don't pull over. <laughs> don't pull, don't pull over. over. What again? is going on? Oh, uh, and uh, it's police too. Oh God, I don't know. Be I, be maybe, maybe there's something going on. Maybe. <clears throat> uh, anyway, God, fucking cheese oh, stick. Y'all, y'all, they don't have a chance. Let's be. Let's be. Clear. Not a chance. And Beth Ann doesn't really help. She's no. Her she therapy did one time, is awful. Did that set you back in your resolve? <laughs> Who fucking talks like that? I think too. She's just all she can do is say things like, "Well, you know, forgiveness is a really tough thing." I mean, she's not wrong in that they need. They both. But she just said she speaks in abstract, and she, yeah. she said like she's the worst she says, kind of therapist. There needs to be a foundation of forgiveness. 
yes to what she was saying, but she was she. I'm much more practical of like, but you need to get. Are people, you? Yeah. Are it if you're gonna? Are you going to give her forgiveness? Is this a? Is forgiveness important to you? Right. And so, do you feel like forgiveness is important to her? You want to get like, specifics are, instead of just abstract concepts. And are you getting what you're giving? Which she kind of said that a little bit. It was a lot of abstract. It's bullshit. a lot of platitudes. Yeah, yeah platitudes. she's yeah, yeah, yeah. she's into, and it's she's not and a good I said therapist. It before maybe it's because she's on TV and they wouldn't say anything. No, it's because she's a shit ass therapist. <laughs> uh. So and I and I and y'all because Cheese Stick is the way he is, he can't get over the fact of someone else pummeling her. He no. just can't get past that. Uh, and Maylisa knows this. I will be shocked if they are they work out. Never. If if they do, she will stab him in like four years. Would you have ever take some? If you would you have taken Melissa back or Tim back if you were Melissa? Like if somebody would have cheated on me, I would have just said no. I would have moved on. I I can honestly not say that. Um, I think, I, think. It would, I think it would depend on the dynamic and what had happened to either. I'm not saying men cheat for a reason. Uh, I if no, if, I, I'm going to interrupt you because I think I know exactly what you're about to say. Yeah, you and I would recognize our part to play. Yes. And what our responsibility was yeah. in if we the had cheating it. situation. Now, if I had no responsibility and he just wanted to fuck some other guy. if Yeah, if you were still riding that pony Sayonara. every night and he was just fucking some Sayonara-san. Dick. But that is the big deal with this is that Melissa feels like she uh, she was the victim and she did nothing wrong to, and I'm not saying she deserved it, but right. she just has no, again, if she wasn't the fucking ice queen, maybe he would feel love sometimes. Well, yeah, but I think their communication is not good. No, not at all. Yeah, and so I... I think their communication's not good, but I think his dick is great. And I think it's because she's a woman and he's a dog. But, so that may be it. Yeah. Um. So, y'all, the next thing is Maylisa having uh, dinner with Mother Maylisa. Oh. Um... <laughs> And who taught Maylisa everything she knows? Who taught her everything, everything she, she knows? <laughs> I got a hiccup. <laughs> I like it how you hiccuped like you were a drunk in an MGM movie at the end of a sentence. Like you were Otis in the Andy Griffith show. <laughs> oh. Anyway, I can't even go on with that funny girl uh, deep cut. Boy. Uh, Boy. So, anyway. Uh, you know what? I'm going to do something we've never done before. Yeah. Before we, we're going to take a little commercial break in the middle <gasps> of somebody. Because a long We're going to have, this is, because this conversation about Melissa and her mom is going to take a hot minute. Yeah, it will. We'll be right back. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals, you know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. 
Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not enough purple, and don't even get her started on baby's breath. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes! Our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a -a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our Song Finch song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Song Finch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free, so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Driving down the highway, <laughs> and I finally found my word. <laughs> Driving down the highway. Thank you. I've just now gotten that song out of my head. Don't look back, because I don't want to turn back. Don't look back, because I don't want to turn back. Don't look back, because I'm never going back. back. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm never going back. Y'all, if we are responsible for getting Elena about 10,000 more hits on driving on the highway, she needs to give us some money. She does. (laughs) God, I hope they're on Smothered Season 2. Season 3. Oh, three, yeah. We yeah, we haven't, we haven't done one. one, yeah. Maybe we'll do that. Things slow down in the fall or in the They're winter. They're not going to. They're not. Uh, so uh, let's jump back into May Lisa Miss. and her mom. What's her mother's name? I do not know. Oh, I thought it was Raquel. Virginia? I Virginia? I don't know. That is Let's Armando. just call her, her Mother May Lisa. Mother May Lisa. May Lisa. May Lisa. May Lisa. So she goes to dinner with her mom. And um, is this another time (laughs) for another episode of Nine Days Theater? How Wow! How would you know? Yeah. Anyway, I'll be playing the role of Mother May Lisa, and I'll be playing the role of May Lisa. All right. I took the high harmony that time. No, I liked it. It was still wrong, but that's fine. That's what I did. No, you ended it early with the trill. Sorry. Well, you know, we have it on tape. You can't even argue. If I played it for you and showed you what it was real, you're like, oh, what am I supposed to do? You just look at me and stare at me like, oh, I am right. I'm wrong. Yeah, you pull a cheese stick. All right, so anyway, we are, Melissa's sitting there waiting for her mom to get there. So we're not going to speak in <clears throat> Spanish accents because no. that would sound racist. So we're just going to I might use a little bit of one. That we're going to use our own characterization. Hanam. Hello, daughter. Oh, you like your I'm hair? I'm so looks- glad you ordered me a, a drink that was very, it's been very, very hot today. Your hair is very high, Mom. It's really like, you got that mm. boof in the back. Isn't it? That means, have you been firing people today? Oh, I've taken that on your father a little bit. I was uh, I was ordering around the dogs and cats. Oh, wow. It felt good. If only I could do so well as you. Oh, Mom. What am Anywho, I going to do about this cheese stick? How's, how's your cheese stick solution going? Have you well, kicked him to the curb yet? No, not yet. I just, I mean, I felt like I needed to come clean with him, so I told him, you remember, you remember that guy I fucked this summer? Yeah, I liked him. Whatever no, no, happened no. to him? Not, oh, not the not other guy? Jose, not the guy that Paolo? you were, not, not who worked at Christina's Eduardo? Restaurant. No, not, he was the one I met from, um, Felipe? From, Ant- no, the one... The one who remember that pastry man, she- you're a slut. <laughs> yeah, remember that. Pa- <laughs> remember that pastry chef that that you. And used? I say that in the most sex positive way. It's true. That pastry chef that you used for whenever you destroyed that uh, uh, destroyed uh, yeah, that, yeah. Uh, that company. And I and sued them. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. It's uh um um his second cousin. Oh, uh, Daniele. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a nice one. Yeah. Anyway, it it was. I mean, it wasn't as big as Gringos, but hey. Yeah, yeah. Speaking speaking of cheese stick, I uh, I told him though. I told him. I told him. Have you ruined him yet? No, but I told him that I had sex with somebody. 
And how'd he take that? Oh, he wanted to know all the all the details. How many times? Yeah. Oh, same old story. Uh, how many times? How hard? When it when it went both in your poop chute and your uh, vagina? Did you do that, Mom? Uh, what I say? Okay, we had to pause it because I had a full-on coughing attack, and Matt couldn't stop laughing. I'm crying. Uh, <laughs> Look at me, I'm crying. Oh. What I say? <laughs> I'm using that. Y'all, if you if if you're ever oh. caught and someone say what I say, <laughs> works everything. Every t- <sighs> So basically, y'all. Her mother is just hates Tim so much. Her mother wants to fucking. Her mother's gonna fucking poison cheese stick. Oh yeah. If they ever get back together. Oh, poison apple. She (laughs) she'll make it like a churro because she knows he can't Uh, turn down churros. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, I see in my daughter many mixed feelings, (laughs) and and she stops saying I love you to him. She says I love you, Melissa. She doesn't say and. And Melissa even says, you mentioned this before, yeah. but she says, I haven't really processed what happened. Ding, ding, and she ding, starts to like, and that's the problem. And her mother says, this is a difficult way to live. And it's kind of like, this is what the therapist was trying to say, but just, again, in platitudes. But they both need to make a decision of how do they want to live with this? How do they right. want to live with the betrayal? Is it a... Is it a a badge of honor is it a badge of martyrdom what is this for your relationship yeah and they both are just using it to to victimize one another and how that's exactly what they're doing and how do you how besides saying i'm sorry how do you get over a betrayal and this is like people are cheated on all the time and a lot of times the people who are cheated on don't find out until they like pick up their sitting with others phone exactly like and so how do you how do you get over I tell you being how. cheated on? You decide to get over it. Yeah. That really I is totally it. Agree. You say, you know what? I'm gonna put this past me. <laughs> or you or say I'm gonna accept or, this and move on. Or you say, you know what? This was too much of a deception. I'll never get and past this. You'll say I'll never get past this. But Melissa but don't, doesn't want to make a commitment to a yeah. decision. She, he's in this y'all cheese sticks in this limbo. That he's never going to get out of. I feel like what she's doing to him, the punishment is not worth the crime. I totally agree. Set him free. Yeah. I don't think they're well matched either. No. I, they I, fuck well. Yeah. They fuck well. That's yeah. it. In That's a way, Cheesestick was also a fuckboy. Y'all, he just wants a girl in <clears throat> North Texas that he can take to fucking Red Lobster <laughs> when they're celebrating or... I don't know, or like Texas Roadhouse. Texas Roadhouse with the peanuts on the floor. Yes. I agree with you. Anyway, I want to see this relationship go down in flames. I can't handle much more of it. He needs to move on, and he'll probably end settling with the woman back home and probably be happy forever, and she will have a litany of failed relationships, Yeah, sadly. Because I feel like, and the mom hasn't really been the best example. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, the mom's got a lot Y'all, of bitterness. There's a whole other reality show about this mom. Yeah. Boy, she's like a fucking Bond villain. It is. It's <laughs> almost like this smothered thing, really. Yeah. The mom is too involved. Yeah. Not good. Um, that's all we got. Boy, that was that was long. We we had a lot to say about cheese stick, it's y'all. True. Because this is this 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 episode actually kind of uh fully fully like the through line of their relationship kind of was revealed to me. Yeah, I get and it. I fully understand it now. The curtain's been pulled back. Yes, and guess what? There ain't no Wizard of Oz. It's nope. just a man behind the curtain pulling a bunch of shit. It's just a dog humping a pound puppy. <laughs> That's what our dog, we had a pound puppy. She would, uh, it was one of my pound puppies. I used to play with him. We gave it to her to play with and she would hump it. She would. Well, that's kind of sad. Would well, she, she leave was... a wet spot? No, but she was well, you know, too. A pound, a pound puppy, that's just dominance though. She's trying to establish dominance over the pound puppy, which is sad. <laughs> We would get her riled up, and she would get too stimulated. My brother and I would do it whenever company would come over, and my mother would go, you boy, stop that. Stop that. Stop that. Molly, stop humping that dog. My my mother's dog, Muffin, uh, humps legs, uh, and it's so, and like she'll get at it, and she'll get this like look at her eyes like, I'm going to fucking dominate you. Like it's someone on, Like someone on Chatterbait that's about to get like their last 100 coins. Is or whatever they are, their bitcoins. All, you, you would know piano all, cat. All, all of a sudden, gemstones, it, it, whatever it, they're called, it, it, <laughs> bitcoins. Yeah, it turns into like a Tim Tales video. <laughs> yes. with my mother and her dog. She's just like ram, ram, run, wah, 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 muffin, wah, wah. Muffin, muffin, you stop that, muffin, stop that. <laughs> muffin turns into Tim Tales. <laughs> stop. My mother can never know. I just referred to her dog. In reference to Tim Tales porn videos. What if your mother texted you and just said, Jaybird, what's Tim Tales? <laughs> <laughs> what, what you... I said, that's a group of fairy tales come up with a guy named Tim. Don't Google it. It's not what you think. When is the last time your mother ever called you on something that totally shocked you that you didn't know she knew about? Oh, I don't know. I think a lot of times she... Uh, she likes to stay ignorant about things. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it? Mine was when my mother read my diary, and I that's, had a, well, that's that's years. But no, ago. but I had a friend come over. It's been that long because uh, so it's been a while since high school. Oh, you know, you know what it was. But for she my knew mom? they had slept together or like fucked around. You know what? My, for my mom, my brother and I once got up in the middle of the night and rolled a kid's house who we hated. Oh, like we TP walked. toilet yes. paper. We call it rolling in South Carolina. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> um, and my mother said, uh, we were driving past there, and we, we saw it. We saw our handiwork. My mother's like, wow, look at that. Whoever did that did a great job. They really let him have it. And didn't say anything about my brother, and I didn't say a word. And my mother says, like, boys, come in here. Um... I noticed that uh, a lot of the toilet paper was gone. <laughs> you didn't buy your own toilet paper? I'm sure that wasn't due <clears throat> to the fact that neither of you rolled Brad's house. No, we didn't do it. No, I don't know where it went. 
Well, I've just got to tell you, you did a good job, and that little shit's been pissing me off. But you shouldn't have left the house that time of night. Oh, yeah. That's what your mom said? Yes. <clears throat> she's like, don't ever do that. But she's like, I kind of got to admire it. She hated this kid, too. Cool. Cool. <laughs> but wow. she did. She sat us down and let us sit in silence, too. I noticed. <laughs> I noticed. Anyway. Wow. Should we talk about Brittany and What did I say? What, what, what did I say? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk about Brittany and Yazan. So, first of all, you guys. Or it's like when I had to call it, the bubble has popped. Boy. Y'all, there's no chance of these. So let's just run through this down again. Uh, other way. Cement and uh, Jenny, who we didn't see this episode. No. I give them like, what, 20% chance, 10% chance of survival? No, I think... Um, <clears throat> 30 tops? <clears throat> Jenny's like a good chicken wart. She'll stay in. Yeah, 30%. Okay. Um, Binyam Ari, come on. That that's like she's moving zero. Back. Yeah. Uh, uh, we also have Melissa Cheese Stick. No zero. Uh, Armando and Kenny. Armando and Kenny. I say like ninety percent. I agree. I feel really. Strongly. I agree. I agree. Um, and then we get to this one. Yes. Is there a negative percentage? <laughs> Is that possible? <laughs> you know, who knew that you would say? A couple in the other way had a better chance of being together than Devin and Jihoon. That's worse, the truth. Or a worse chance, I mean. Yeah, well, we know about Devin and Jihoon. But still, yeah, it's and it's everything that we called in like the second yeah. episode of this. Y'all, pr- first of all, Brittany's in Chicago. We visit her first. and She's she, trying to get a divorce. It did come through. And remember, y'all, she's still married. She's still married. She goes to see her sister and her nieces and basically just talks to them about the paperwork didn't go through. This so is it's going to take longer. This is a very normal 90-day kind of – this feels like we're in normal 90-day fiancé land. It does, actually. And we see a baby, her, her niece, Brielle, cute baby. Um, she's still waiting for the paperwork. There's word art pillows that I had, could not even look at the television for. Um, the sister is like, she, you know, she's light years away from being a Muslim woman, and the sister really wants to get her out. The sister's even crying, is like saying, like, this is, she's just like, I think she's weighing over her head. Yep. And, and the sister, her sister is the voice of fucking reason of this yep. whole season. She even said, like, you seem to be concerned about things you shouldn't be concerned about. Right. And Brittany's like, what do you mean? Oh, Brittany's a dumbass. What do you mean? I just, and then Brittany says, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to go over to Jordan until I'm divorced again. Like, I've got to have papers to show them. Cut to Yazan. Cut to a different fucking world from where you come from. Wow. Y'all. Y'all, so. He's talking to his friend Mohammed. Brittany hasn't been, Brittany's been gone for three weeks and he misses her and he meets Muhammad, his friend, his, as he said, his secret keeper. Yes. And I want one of those, but then I'd have to kill them. <laughs> my secret keeper is my lube jar. Wow. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> so 
it, we we wind up that that he tells can't get your hands on poodle secrets, literally. <laughs> so dad isn't accepting of the marriage, and he says they saw her social media pics of her in a bikini, and her mm. butt was kind of out there, and that was too much for them. Kind of. They had to blur one of the images. <laughs> they did. By the way, what ninety day character did we say calls her vagina secret? <clears throat> Or is that Carl's wife? That's Carl's wife. Oh, okay. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Just making sure. And uh, anyway, so she uh, uh, basically, that she kind of came back and said, all those are old pics. Uh, but at the same time, the, the fa- his family told him, if you, if, you, if you want to marry her, you're out of my house. Leave. You're out of my house. You're out of the family business. Yeah. You're out of a job. We're going to fire you from the fish market. And remember, Brittany's still married, y'all. Brittany is still married. Because the father says she's, he doesn't say it in this terminology, but he basically says she's dicking you over. She's playing with you. Yeah. She's just fucking you along. Yeah. And you're just letting her do it. And he's right. He's right. It really, I mean, we've talked about this before, but it is... Literally, Yazan has given up everything to be with Brittany. And Brittany is so fucking uneducated and and has no idea about the culture and how that he literally. This is what we've talked about on this show how a lot of Americans are going and they're like, well, I can just change the culture. And we've said it's much harder when you're inside of this culture. This is what happens when you buck the culture. They fucking shut you down right. and take everything, and you're literally sleeping on the goddamn street. And so that's what he's been doing. He's been sleeping in his car. I hope she watched this and felt like shit. I don't know if she did. She's wearing vanity braces. I still say they're vanity braces. I, th- I agree with you. <laughs> so, you guys, the most brutal thing is, even though he said he's been sleeping on the street, she says, you need to pay for my plane ticket. And he said, tells Muhammad, I don't have the money to eat. And he wants her to play. Yes. My heart broke at this point for Yazan. And you know what? My heart broke because he said, I think my father was right. The worst thing to be. I feel like we haven't spoken in a while and he doesn't know why. So she's kind of probably ghosting him. Yeah. And 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 Muhammad says, everyone's against him. You're the only one sacrificing. He's like, but I'm still in love with her. And Mama says, yeah, he's not just touching the water. He's drowning in love for her. This is like an existential crisis for him. Because when he said that, like yeah. I, when he said, I used to think I was the smart one or the bright one in my family. Uh, flash forward, you're not. Uh, also, but he have said, we seen his brothers? I, they're, 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 oh, they're, someone posted, a, they're all hot. I've said I would gladly be the special sauce in those big in that Big Mac three way. Hey, Poodle put on some vanity braces to get in that action. I'll dress up like a woman. Not, the, fir- not the first time. <laughs> so, but he says I always thought I was kind of the smart, bright one. I don't, I I don't know what I'm doing in life. Yeah, and I don't know how this decision. I think for him. For Brittany, it's still fun. And, you know, we both talked about how they both are in these kind of fantasy worlds. Yeah. And Brittany's still in the fantasy. And for Yazan, it, he just His stagecoach just turned yeah. into a pumpkin again. Yep. 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 Man. This was the turning point for this relationship, you guys. 
I he's the next time it's it's all bad stuff for him, unfortunately. I she's just she's just a piece of shit. She's terrible. She's terrible. And yep. I don't actually don't think he's terrible. I think he's just was um young, d- dumb and in love. And full of cum. Yep. Young, dumb and full of cum. I remember those days. Carl, that was have last week. Heard, have you ever heard that saying? <laughs> young, dumb, and full of cum? What does that mean exactly? What does that mean, Carl? Oh. <laughs> he shelled down and told her. Oh. <laughs> Shooter, get up here on my lap. <laughs> Shooter, come comfort ball. Come on, that's scary, Shooter. <laughs> Because I'm saying that because there's somebody that listens to our show and went, oh my God, young, dumb, full of cum. Carol, I've never heard that. Some People would have not heard that. Yet. I, I knew I that heard it my, my whole life. life. Yeah, my whole life. And I did before I knew what cum was. And now yeah. I know. And now <laughs> she knows. <laughs> Biblically. It's like a best friend. <laughs> when you're the best of friends. <laughs> you, you're ruining Paul's the again. I can't. I can't even do that. I love that movie so much. That's the show. That's the it? show. Oh, that was a long other way. It was. We had a lot of shit to talk about. Um, I think now it's time. Do you want to jump into us? It's time for our serious alert. I can't believe I'm now doing it. It's you in the spotlight. All right, y'all. Let's take a listen. Hey, this is Michelle Knighton. I post randomly in the Facebook group, and y'all's responses always give me so much life. I love you all so much. I just wanted to call to vomit my appreciation for Maddie and Poodle for the way they speak the truth so openly and to the point with maybe a few tangents about small towns or southern stories ending sadly or piano pet stories, which literally gives me fucking life. I love it. Uh, I never knew a year ago that following a 90-day fiancé podcast would bring me so much laughter and good, bad, and ugly tears on a daily basis. Um, Full disclosure, your podcast has gotten me through this shit show of the year. I am so thankful for you both and the entire squad family. Also, I have to mention I have had my earbud die in public more times than I can count and been given side eye harder than if I had actually coughed on a fucking baby on purpose. So there's that. Um, I guess I'm just trying to say is that I'm PMSing emotional. I wanted to say I love everyone with no fucks given about anything but the fact that you all are so kind, supported, and appreciated. I just, I adore everything about this podcast and this Sissy Squad group. Keep going, every one of you damn queens. Mama loves ya. Sissy Michelle. Sissy Michelle, thank you. Oh, that that's, was touching. That's good to hear. You know what? I just, I, in fact, I touched myself while you were speaking. And then I promptly, <laughs> prompt, I promptly vomited. I promptly vomited. Probably vomited. <laughs> On my shoes, and I went home and I went home and masturbated. Masturbated. (laughs) I uh, to porno. (laughs) Promptly vomited. (laughs) Crab cake. (laughs) I miss that show, (laughs) y'all. I'm Uh, angry about it. Um, you guys, you guys. What you know? What I love about that sissy spotlight is it's very sweet when people say, "Oh, I love." You and Poodle and y'all are so great, and that that means a lot. And yeah, we take that in. But I love it 
When they talk when about the group, the, the squad. When they talk about the squad, and y'all, we have fun in there, and um, it's also the most supportive community you'll ever see. We have, online. we have our little. Someone left us a five star review and said, five stars. I stopped listening, and the Facebook group is toxic. So, <laughs> they, really? But they still left us five stars. <laughs> I disagree with that. I think you know we all have our little family things, but everyone says to us. This Facebook group gets along so well comparative to y'all. I'm friend- in several of them, and they're all awful. Jackie Wiseman says my mom's groups are vicious. <laughs> the anyway. problem is, there's uh, you're a lot of times you're anonymous on Facebook, mm-hmm. and not with this group. Not with this group. I can I can tell you who uh, who all these people are, and some of the who the troublemakers are. I love that we have a sissy who says y'all. I got fucking hemorrhoids. How do you deal with this? <laughs> with this uh, and you know what? Sissies came with her. My favorite thing I saw today was, which one are you? And it had a toaster strudel, which was frosted, and a Twinkie with cream in the middle. And I guess we can know. And I went, wait. wait oh. Oh, that's where the cum goes. Oh. That was what it was. Oh. Y'all, we got some dick pics up in there. Dick pics. We do. And Poodle and I are Twinkies. And so <laughs> I'm more I'm more of an eclair. I like to be I like to be frosted inside and on the outside. <laughs> now I want an eclair. <laughs> Only you would make semen beat on you sound pretentious. Wow. <laughs> wow. I'm going to clear. Anyway, we love our sissy spotlights. Those are for Thank our- Thank you, sissy Michelle. Our patrons in the, in the uh, our come at us tier are able to call that number. And boy, y'all did this week. I know. We, we were complaining. We had no, no one calling. I guess you heard us and said, fine, I'm going to let the bitches know how I feel. We, like eight of you called. We're actually going to have, be sure to listen. We have a very special sissy who came at us about Darcy and Stacy. She went off, and we think it needs to be heard. We're going to play it on our Darcy and Stacy yeah. podcast. So, Which is going to go out tomorrow. By the way, Darcy and Stacy News, um, our good friend Kate Casey is going to be interviewing Darcy Y'all, and Stacy. Y'all, listen to this. We don't know if Kate is going to get anything out of them because... They're probably saying the same platitudes. But she's the okay, prize. Yeah, the prize. Oprah, she's like the Oprah Barbara Walters. She's good. Of Very so good. So she can get it. So, um, but we're going to be in the works. Whenever that launches, stay tuned. We're going to be doing a special episode of just like a short little episode with Kate, chat with her, what's going on with her, but also seeing if she can give us if some she got tease, anything any, any dirt. out of those two of the girls. Where are my <laughs> girls at? Gotta stay strong. Gotta stay strong. So anyway, now it's time for. Or sissy shout-outs. Sissy shout-outs. Sissy shout poodle. Should I go first? What? Well, you're, we're, like, we're on M and N. M and N. Um, and you have M. I so have you M. go first. Um, this sissy shout, sissy shout-out, yes. Mm-hmm. This sissy shout-out goes out to... Fanon. I'm going to use an F because you always do. <laughs> Fannin Macquarie. Fannin Macquarie. Okay. Fannin. Fannin. Macquarie. Y'all. Fannin. Strangely enough, her name is Fannin. 
she's a huge fan of okay. lots of like stars, like uh, music, especially music people. She loves male singer songwriters. Oh, okay. That's her favorite thing. And you know who the, she loves the most? John Mayer. Oh. Huge John Mayer fan. Nice guy. I want to walk through the walls of my high school. I want to scream at the top of my lungs. That nice was, guy. That was my John Mayer. Sweet guy. I want to know. You don't know him. No, he's a douche. Is he? Oh. I'm so sorry, Fannin. Yeah. You don't know that. Yeah, because you're so fucking connected. Anyway, Fannin loves, she loves John Mayer. But it's not for the reasons you think. It's that she's really into the head of MGM Studios, Louis B. Mayer. And she thinks... She thinks that John Mayer is somehow related to Louis B. Mayer. Because wow. <laughs> she has like pictures of Louis B. Mayer on her wall. Um, like, and, and she's posted like pictures on pictures of Louis B. Mayer. She's posted pictures of what she thinks his dick will look like. Oh, okay. So she's like the first Louis, Louis B. Mayer was a big guy too. So it yeah. was up there. She's the first Louis B. Mayer stan. Okay. <laughs> If you don't know who Louis B. Mayer was, none of this will make any sense. Louis B. Mayer used to run MGM Studios. He ran it with an iron fist. It's the reason why Judy Garland died young. Louis B. Mayer. Uh, and he, he had everyone on contract, y'all. And that's what Fannin loves. She loves how he would run everyone with an iron fist. Oh, okay. And she loves, speaking of, sometimes she'll even fist herself and imagine it's <sighs> Louis B. Mayer. Wow, okay. I didn't say it was iron. Uh, anyway, so that's why she's really in love with John Mayer. Mm -hmm. So every time, so one time she met John Mayer and said, uh, I'm such a big fan. Tell me about your great grandfather, Louie. And he went, I don't know what you're talking about. I just know how to sing things like your body is a wonderland. And she's like, when are you going to make another picture with Ann Miller? And he's like, I don't know what to tell you. I'm only going to sing things like, my stupid mouth. And she's like, just suck on my titty here for a while and just say you're Louis B. Mayer. <laughs> and that's when he had a restraining order put against her. Okay. And strangely enough, right now, she just... Uh, she kind of has, has she restages Mayer Productions, MGM Productions, in her living room, and the last one was in the good old summertime, starring Judy Garland and Van Johnson. Okay. Uh, spoiler alert: she was naked, and her husband did not want to participate, so she got the gardener involved, and now her husband's suing her. Glad you ruined that movie for me. <laughs> That's Fannin Macquarie. I'm sorry, Fannin. I'm sorry. You should have known that John Mayer was not related to Louis B. Mayer. <laughs> no one no one below the age of 65 will know who Louis B. Mayer was. No one will. No one will. <laughs> No one will. That's it. That's 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 a hundred percent accurate. Uh, wow. Hundred and ten percent accurate. Louis B. Mayer. All right. Like, like Louis B. Mayer after a night full of drinking. 
So this next sissy uh, shout out goes to um, starts with an N. You had that whole time I was talking. Foa. Foa. It's F. Not really F. O A. Foa Silverstein. Foa Silverstein. No, you say what it is. Noah. You say Noah Silverstein. The the, the oh. letter has to mean something. Noah Silverstein. Is that or what it? Silverstein. <sighs> I don't understand why this is so hard. I'm going to say Foa. Y'all, but that's not what it is. You have the you ha- something has to be represent representative of the letter. Okay, so Noah Silverstein. Thank you. Noah. I hate you. <laughs> I don't even want to do this anymore. <laughs> Noah? I honestly don't want to do this anymore because you get it wrong every time, and I'm so frustrated. But no one ever made up rules. You're just making up rules. No, we, we made up rules. I don't remember. <sighs> Noah Filberstein. If, if there are no rules, everything is just bedlam, and like I've said before, our words don't even mean anything. Noah Filberstein. Kind of like a, a little bit of, ironically enough, Noah Silverstein is a, was born and raised in Greenland. Okay. And Noah Silverstein really was enamored by uh life uh life in the United States. She was excited for that and she felt like Also Noah is female. Yeah. Okay. And in OA that's the way it's spelled. Okay. And so Noah really felt like the way to do this was to, um, she applied for a work visa because she didn't want to get a 90-day fiancé even though she likes the show. God forbid. So she got a work visa and she said that she was related to uh, an author with the same last name, Shell Filverstein. <laughs> so all of yours are so like derivative. However, I'm though, reading you. Sorry. However... She told everybody Shell Filverstein was her mother. So Shell was a female name. Well, she thinks Shell <laughs> is short for Michelle. Okay. She doesn't realize Sheldon. that Shell is short for Sheldon. I think, isn't it? So, yes. Yeah, so she doesn't realize it, but <clears throat> now currently, y'all, Ashton Kutcher has started refilming episodes of Punked. And she's in a <laughs> very elaborate MTV. They're just setting her up. Y'all, she's writing books right now called The The Giving Handjob. <laughs> um, the Giving Handjob. A Fuck in the Attic. <laughs> what, what else? There's um, um, uh, a rim job in the uh, attic. Blowing up. Um... Uh, Damn, and, Shel Silverstein was hot. Um, the missing piece. That one still works. Yeah, that one that, works. Anyway, so y'all. Anyway, the problem is if you're at a if you're in a theater right now in Poughkeepsie and you think you're going to go see a reading of Noah Silverstein, <laughs> where the rim job ends, where the rim job <laughs> ends. Um, just let you know, you're going to be on an episode of Punked. Oh, good to know. So, um, and I mean, so just pray for Noah. That's basically her story. What I mainly found out from this uh, sissy spotlight is um, 
I thought Shel Silverstein was a woman. And <laughs> no, you did not. I did. And my You're dumb my psychology teacher at Antioch University, I just learned, is Shel Silverstein's son. Wow. And that was my teacher. And he was fucking gay and weird. <laughs> Why would you he think Shel Silverstein was a female? Because what man would write those books? They're very well, that's sensitive. gendered. I know. That's what I thought. <laughs> I have nothing. <laughs> anyway. I who have nothing. Y'all, like Brittany is on This I Went Dark. This Went Dark. <laughs> y'all, that's the episode. Give me money. Give me money, and you guys, be give sure, me a review. Be sure to follow us. Uh, yes, a review. We haven't asked for reviews in a long give time. Me a, Kalani, I don't care about the kids. I just want a review. <laughs> it always sounds like Sebastian the Crab. It's really she kind of does. You really, Kalani, I don't care about the kids. Um, I just want a review. Ariola, Ariola, what you doing? What you doing? So anyway, y'all. Um, and that's the show. You can go to 98gays.com to our website to find out more about our shows. Southern Charm Sweet Tea is coming back, y'all. Y- subs- y'all subscribe to Sweet Tea if you haven't. Uh, it's in the will, show notes. You will, enjoy, a, you will enjoy our version of Sweet I Tea. I think you will. It's a different show, y'all. It's not, we're not putting it. Uh, we might put the first episode on our 90 Day Gays feed just to tease you, to jump over. But it is on a separate podcast feed. Um, Which will have another show with us doing it per week. Yeah. So, um, yeah. there Another free show with us doing it per week. There you go. It doesn't matter if you Kiss. watch it. Tis a gift to be simple. Tis a gift to... We'll save Why that do you for sing later. it that way? I don't know. That's I feel a great like I song. It is a good song. Anyway, you're coming to the cameo. The Matt Marr or Jake It or Fake It. Anything else, Poodle? Go fuck yourself. I'm done. <laughs> we call these people lonely hearts because aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong places? <laughs> yes. <laughs> just say it so I can end this fucking show. And if you... And if you have groomed your daughter to... <laughs> destroy men at every turn calling her uh, and you've covered the mirrors and you've lived in your house in your wedding dress and you've just wanted her to destroy men call Call us. us fights are unavoidable but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale that's the reality for brothers prince william and prince harry they were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties wondry's podcast dis and tell is hosted by comedian sydney battle and matt belisai Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hold up! 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 